Here's the thing. You ask yourself why. And you can ask yourself that into oblivion. You could ask it for two months now why this team refuses to make a single change. You could ask it after this past disastrous weekend against all those Metro teams. You could ask it after practice yesterday where again, same people, same combinations, same everything. And you're probably going to be asking it later tonight too. Again, good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. It's Penguins versus Oilers tonight. It's a 7.08 p.m. face-off. PPG Paints Arena could have been, should have been a fun matchup as it's tended to be in the past when it's Sidney Crosby versus Connor McDavid. But that's not it. You know, Sid's getting the job done. If Getty Malkin's getting the job done, the guys, the the main players on this team are getting the job done. It's the supporting cast that isn't doing anything at all. And within that, It's the coaching staff and the management team, and really, if you think about it, the ownership that isn't doing anything at all about that. And that's unsettling. You know, I'm I'm a little bit used to dealing with a fan base that asks, what are they doing? What are they thinking? Uh, Do they care as much as we do? Are they as invested as we are? Except that, with me, those questions tend to arise a whole heck of a lot more across the river when it comes to the baseball team. This, on the Penguins' front? Are you kidding me? This is... I can't even wrap my head around it at this stage. And I'm sorry. Listen, if this show is going to start coming across as repetitive, but I'm a one-issue candidate here. I don't see how anyone can move past this entire herd of elephants in the figurative living room. It's reached the point, Sid's being asked, as he was after practice yesterday, if this team does, in fact, need outside help. I think that's up to Ron. I think, you know, ultimately it's up to us to go out there and perform and um, you know, we've shown that uh, we can be a pretty good team, and uh, I think that everyone here believes in each other. That's the main thing. So, you know, it's his job to evaluate that and see what he needs to do. But, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of belief in here, and it hasn't gone our way lately, but uh, this is when you get tested as a group, and you've got to respond the right way. Oh, man. I mean, that wasn't exactly a no. And if you're familiar with Sid speak and take this from someone who's covered his whole career, that is the equivalent of inflammatory, maybe incendiary commentary on the state of the team. He sees it. I've been saying this all along. They all see it. But what are they going to do about it? What are the players going to do about it? Are they going to go to management and say, hey, Get this third line out of here. 
Jeff Carter's toast. Brock McGinn doesn't contribute a thing. And Kasperi Kapitan never had a prayer of doing that. And while you're at it, feel free to replace Teddy Bluger as well. Who's going to do that? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't in a locker room setting. The closest you can come is what Sid said there. But it's not going to happen. The lines are going to remain the lines, just like I told you after the awful loss on Monday night, and just like I told you after the games before that. They are not going to change. And you know what? I'm through trying to figure out who's most responsible or most to blame for this. Maybe it's Mike Sullivan. Maybe it's Ron Hextall. Maybe it's Brian Burke. Maybe it's whoever it is from Fenway Sports Group who might be paying attention to any of this. Maybe it's all of them. Actually, if you think about it, it kind of has to be all of them because nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. They're watching the worst bottom six we've seen in this organization. Just go right back to the job. The next morning, as if nothing happened, as if everything's just fine. They're accomplished pros. They'll snap out of it sometime soon. And in the process, and maybe this is the next thing Sid can say, if he's really, really feeling inflammatory and or incendiary to a greater degree. They're wasting this. They're wasting this. They're making a priority, presuming they have one in mind at all of placating or pandering to or being excessively nice to players who don't matter. I don't say this with any malice. Carter's a good dude. All four of them are. I love Teddy. But this isn't the time for that. This is the time to look at the fact, and I do mean fact, that Sid and Gino are playing really, really well, and that these are legitimately generational talents, and that you have a top six that is producing above almost anybody's predicted clip for the year. They've been very, very good. Defense hasn't been great, but the defense is good enough. The goaltending hasn't been, you know, present. <laughs> meaning Tristan Jari's availability. But when he's been in there, they've been 16-6-5. That's significant. That's a potentially really, really good team that has one phenomenally obvious, not the only one, but one that's phenomenally obvious shortcoming that all concerned are refusing to address. They're refusing even to acknowledge it. We've reached the point where Sullivan gets asked about the third line and snaps back. What is that? How is that important? How does that mean anything to any of these people protecting the worst line in hockey when we come back? J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food 
to busy families in our area. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. They're delivered straight to your door. These meals only need to be reheated. No prep, no mess. If you're not local, gift cards are available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com and use the code DK20 to get 20% off and free delivery on your first order. Again, that's FamilyTablePGH.com. The code is DK20 to get 20% off. Today's J1Q comes from Chris, who says, DK, I know Solomon's hands are mostly tied with his lineup, but they're literally functioning in insanity right now. They're doing the same thing, hoping for a different result. And my question is, do you think Sully risks getting tuned out because the top six guys are carrying the load and they're seeing that nothing's being done about the bottom six? We know the guys are smarter than that, but emotions can still creep in and take over rational thought. Yes. And I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. Two weeks ago, you asked me the same question, and I would have had a different answer for you. But time passes, circumstances change. I accompanied the team on that trip out west, and I started to sense a little bit of a different trajectory from some of these guys. But now... After that Metro disaster, after those three games, at least two of which the Penguins absolutely should have won, had they had even a modicum of support, as you termed it, from their third line or their fourth line. But they didn't. They didn't. And poof, just like that, there went six points inside the division. Six out of six, not even a loser point in there. And I'm going to say this again. That's their sense of priority at the moment. They went into another day in which they kept those guys together for whatever reason and didn't make any change. I still, I'm still hearing, Chris, from people on a regular basis, there's nothing they can do. Uh, Your terminology, uh, and Sullivan's hands are tied. Are they? You know, are they really? I know you said mostly, so I'm going to presume here that you're aware of all the various circumstances, but if Sullivan doesn't want to play Jeff Carter, he doesn't have to play Jeff Carter. There's no one in the organization who could make him play Jeff Carter if he said he didn't want to. Believe it or not, because my feeling is that the FSG guys have been in love with Sully from day one. That's the one they gave the long-term contract to, remember? Not the other two guys, not Ron Hextall and not Brian Burke. They gave it to Sully. And if Sully says, I'm not playing this guy, he's not going to play. If he says that about Kapanen, it holds true. If he says that about McGinn, it holds true. If he says that about Bluger, it holds true. So he doesn't have to be playing them. Now, ideally, he'd have different players. And that obviously falls on Hextall. And then the fact that this hasn't even gotten close to being resolved falls on Burke. They're flying blind. They're flying blind. And I I started having this thought about midway through the California trip. This was on the drive from L.A. up to San Jose. But only Sid can fix this, okay? I don't believe that he will. I know firsthand 
from something that happened a few years ago. Sid really, really, really hates to be perceived as being behind any kind of negative situation. He's been that way his whole life. He's not going to change. I also know from that same circumstance that he's active. He's not skating his mind out night after night after night after night to just accept everything that's happening. All he's got to do is say kind of like what he did yesterday, but a little bit more. That's not putting the onus on him. He didn't create this situation. In fact, the only thing that he's done (laughs) within this situation is to be one of the very few reasons the Penguins still have a shot at making the playoffs. But sometimes, as he found out this other point in his career, you do have to be the one who makes that difference. I appreciate the question. I apologize for being cryptic here. There's some things I just can't share. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.